On Saturday, March 27th, nearly 300 members of the Santa Barbara community gathered in solidarity with the Asian American Pacific Islander community on the corner of Anapamu and State Street to honor the lives of those killed in the March 16th Atlanta shooting, which left eight dead, including six women of Asian descent. Organizers and participants also gathered to recognize over 3,800 acts of anti-Asian violence across the U.S. in the past year, equating to a 150% increase in these hate crimes since the onset of the pandemic. The vigil was part of a nationwide day of action to condemn anti-Asian violence, in which demonstrators gathered in cities across the U.S. to show their solidarity with the AAPI community in this moment of mourning and mobilize for change. At Santa Barbara's vigil, generations of community members, both Asian Americans and allies of other racial backgrounds, held signs in solidarity that read, quote, hate is the virus, love is the cure, and stop Asian hate, among other supportive messages. Attendees gathered around 1 p.m. and stayed for roughly one hour, following coronavirus safety guidelines by socially distancing and wearing masks. The majority of attendees wore white, the color of mourning in many Asian cultures. The vigil was organized by local residents, Karina Ju, Sharon Hoshida, Juliette Velarde Batida, and Judy Garmode Newton. The vigil did not consist of speeches and rallying cries. Rather, it was an overwhelmingly solemn and peaceful event in remembrance of the lives who were lost, alongside a brief ceremonial performance. After the vigil, I spoke with organizer Juliette Velarde Batida about the process of helping organize the event. And you were one of the organizers yeah, for the vigil? Yeah, there was today? four of us that decided we should do something for the community. Mm -hmm. So we got a phone call. I mean, we were talking. I have a book club, it's okay. all Asian women. And in between, we were talking. And then one of them said, So what do we do? And I said, Oh, we should stage a vigilance. You know? Um, so that we could at least honor those, originally the six women that died in Georgia. And then um, we said okay, and then we called two other uh, activists mm -hmm. who uh, were really aware of how to do a large uh, gathering. So we were doing that. And so there are four of us. There's, uh, there's Judy Guillermo Newton, Sharon Ushida, uh, who's our voice, uh, Karina Jew, and I. So we got together a week ago and then tried to get us, try to put it together as fast as we could. Yeah, so we don't have to lose the momentum. So we we're trying to be part of that, but it's gathering across the country. So we're, we're actually part of that scene. Juliette also spoke about her own experience and identity as an Asian-American woman and long-term resident of Santa Barbara, a community with a 3.9% Asian population. One of the things I know about myself in this community is how invisible we have been. Um, there have been lots of uh, political rallies and we are never asked to speak to them. So that always bothers me um, around that because we do have people who are very strong political activists who have great wisdoms to share. Um, so coming to Santa Barbara, that was an issue. There's, I think 5% of the county is Asian, but we're not as visible as a coalition or as a community. So that's what we are trying to do here today. Um, 
personal experiences, um, I'm always under suspect. I can tell you my favorite story was I used to work for the county mental health um, and I was on the crisis team which meant I would have to go out and assess people out in the community and uh, when I was doing it there's always the police are always involved and so they would arrive first to the scene and then I would show up uh, when I first showed up they didn't know who I was they would look behind me as if there was a white guy coming to be the one in charge and I would say no it's me <laughs> I'm in charge yeah. I'm the one who's going to get all the information so it took them about six months to realize who I was and what my role was in the community of mental health but it was I was entertained by the first um, <laughs> the first six months of my job so that's my experience here in Santa Barbara um, and then just a final question, where do you hope, with all this momentum and coalition, where do you hope we go from here? Well, we hope to create this coalition, we hope to create a directory of all the Asian businesses okay. in this town, uh, own, uh, Asian-owned, so that we can promote us as a community. Great. Um, and is there anything else you'd like to add for Santa Barbara listeners? Yes, I am so concerned about racism, sexism, xenophobia, and elder um, victims of, um, of our cultures. So I'm really concerned that the elders have been target of all this hate because they're the most helpless in the community outside of their homes, but they are the most respected in the, in the home is the elders. Among attendees was also Santa Barbara Public Health Director, Dr. Vonda Reynoso, who has gained countywide recognition for her efforts keeping the community informed about the coronavirus pandemic. During March 19th's virtual press conference, Do Reynoso condemned the Atlanta shooting and recent uptick in anti-Asian violence. I'd like to take this opportunity to honor the lives lost in the recent Atlanta shooting spree. It is critical for us to note that of the eight people who lost their lives, six were Asian women. Four were killed at a the spa in Cherokee County, about 30 miles northwest of Atlanta. They were identified by authorities as Xiao Ji Tang, 49, Dao Yu Feng, age 44, Delena Yan, age 33, Paul Andre Michaels, age 54. Four people were also killed at the spas in Atlanta. They were identified today as Soon C. Park, age 74, Hyun Grant, age 51, Soon Cha Kim, age 69, Young A. Yu, age 63. As public health director and as an Asian American woman, I'm devastated by the senseless loss of lives this killing spree and other attacks on members of the Asian American Pacific Islander community threatened the health and safety of all members of our community. Collectively, we must recognize that racism, individual, institutional, and systemic is truly a public health crisis. So I invite you to take action. Speak up when you witness racism and bias in action or speech. Listen 
and create safe space for the community member who's being targeted. Engage in discussions on equity in race, gender, sexual preference, and all aspects of life. Support the collection of data and other robust measures of accountability in order to track and assess progress on achieving racial equity. Prioritize investment in promoting racial and economic equity to address social determinants of health. Support proclamation that racism is a public health crisis. I'd like to thank Supervisor Greg Hart, who will be co-sponsoring this proclamation at an upcoming Board of Supervisor meeting. The Public Health Department will continue to work in partnership with all of you to develop strategies to address and dismantle racism and bias that's fueling these attacks and other hate crimes so that we can build a more just, equitable, and healthy county for all. According to the organization Stop AAPI Hate, 3,795 incidents of hate crimes against the AAPI community were reported from March 19, 2020 to February 28, 2021. But as pointed out by Asian American lawmakers like Representative Judy Chu of California, reported hate crimes are just the tip of the iceberg, as there remains a severe underreporting of hate crimes within the Asian American community due to fear. To report a hate incident, go to stopaapihate.org. For more information about the vigil and photos from the event, visit sbindependent.org. With KCSB News, I'm Ashley Rush.